0: Coming up this week, a fan-favorite California Adventure restaurant closes its doors, uh, windows, whatever it is. A federal court rules in Disney's favor, and some of your favorite DreamWorks characters may be coming to Universal Studios. Plus, later, listener Karin returns with a trip report from her first trip to Disneyland. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 571, for the week of May 1st, 2016. The Disunplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson.
1: Dapper dapper dapper.
0: <laughs> Mary Jim <Gemata laughs> willie Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Tony Spatel.
1: Hello.
0: Oh my goodness. How was everyone's week?
1: Oh, busy, busy, busy weekend. Yeah, yep. Years too, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I, I extended my trip just, just for the heck of it. It
1: was a lot of fun.
0: Uh, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um Hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. And I Yay. hope you can't hear the thunder in the background. It's not supposed to rain in California. Uh, if you want to listen and join us live every Sunday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific, head over to Mixlr.com, M-I-X-L-R.com. And you can find links to all of that in our, on our show notes page at disunplug.com or on our Facebook page. Um, the rest of the Dreams Unlimited travel I'm sorry, not Dreams Unlimited Travel. I skipped ahead. The rest <laughs> of the Disney Unplugged Family of Podcasts, Dreams Unlimited Travel Show, Mondays. Uh, The Orlando Show, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And of course, The Universal Show is on Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. Um, have you checked out the new, uh, new show that they're doing called Diz Pop? It's right. a pop culture show. They're talking about movies and I don't, I'm not sure what else. TV shows, maybe?
2: The Marvel, but all the comics and stuff Marvel like that. Marvel
0: comics and, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So.
2: And it's going to uh, be by Ryan. He's so funny. So yeah, yeah.
3: When is it? I only noticed it today. When is it,
2: um,
0: Aaron? It the the first episode is up. well. Actually, there's two episodes up. There's a a regular video show up and an audio uh, movie review up.
3: Yeah, of the Jungle Book. So
0: of the Jungle Book. So um, that may be the Wednesday show. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure how that's going to work out yet. They're still working out the kinks on that. Getting the getting that going. Also, of course, the daily fix every Monday morning at nine a.m. Pacific. Your three four minute Disney information sound bites. Um, okay, so I did a lot of stuff this weekend, and I, there was a lot. Uh, I think a bunch of you were in the parks this weekend, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about a couple things real quick. Um, wh- uh, we put up a video today of the World of Color Dessert Party, uh, where Joe and I were able to host uh, Kathy and her daughter, Katie, Kathy from the Orlando show. And we went to well, actually Disneyland hosted us, but, um,
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> full disclosure, Disneyland hosted us. Uh, and we experienced the World of Color Dessert Party, which I had a great time. Me too. Um, Again, if we had paid, it was $79. Uh, But, first and foremost, you get to sit down. Um, There are some low tables, and then behind that, there are some like pub tables with high uh, director's chairs on them. Um, Really, really cool. Big area, and I think I said that a couple weeks ago, it's a very big area. But... What you get is actually fairly substantial. Um, the, it's all plated, pre, pre, pre-plated on actual glass plates, ceramic plates, whatever, porcelain. I don't know. It's China. actual plates. Thank you. From IKEA. Um,
2: <laughs> but they had Mickey's on them, remember?
0: Did they really? I didn't even see. It was dark. Uh, but I think there were five different desserts. If I counted correctly. The Mickey Mickey Macaroon.
2: Which with the chocolate tip yeah. It's
0: delicious. The little mm-hmm. tiny a little tiny macaron that was like quarter size, maybe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could have had one that was a little bit bigger, but yeah. for but you know what? Actually with the amount with the number of desserts yeah, that yeah, we had, that yeah. was yeah. actually it was, a little bit was, was one bite. It was one was yeah. little
0: There was a tart, like a fruit tart. Mm-hmm. There was a like a little bunt cake that to me was like a chocolate coffee flavor to it. And then there was a some kind of cookie or cake with had a a Would you think it was like fruit filling or apple filling or something to it? It
2: tasted like chocolate to me. You thought okay. it was it, some fruit. Yeah, I thought it was chocolate. It was so some kind maybe of we had different it. ones. But the it one that you co-
0: sh- It was almost shortbread kind of. It yeah. was like sugar cookie or something but yeah. a filling in it.
2: It was kind of, it was like a, a big cookie and what you're calling a well let me see what you, what else you can say.
0: Um that was all the desserts.
2: Well, what you're calling a bunk cake, I thought it was more like a little Eclair. It really? was it was it was a, It was round. A, no, it was oblong. It was oval. Look at the video. You must have got
0: a different plate. Um
2: Dulce <laughs> de Leche filling, cookie. Right? So it
0: was caramel caramel inside that cookie.
2: I had one with cream filling.
0: Okay. Oh um,
2: not, not the oh caramel in the cookie. That makes that would yeah, that would work. That makes
0: sense. Okay, but we'll we'll in, compromise at that. Okay. Um and then A bunch of, uh, fresh grapes and then three different cheeses. The couple slices of, like, a hard cheese, like a Gouda or.
2: No, I think it was a, it was a white cheddar. Smoked cheddar.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, a few cubes of regular cheddar and then Mm -hmm. a little round of brie.
2: Yeah. That was, that was really good.
0: Yeah. Plus a little bit of bread and, and, um, Actually, there was probably, what, half a dozen slices of bread and about the same of breadsticks.
2: Right. I could have used more bread and less breadsticks. Okay. Just because of the cheese that everybody had use at them our all. table.
0: We didn't use them all.
2: The bread? Yeah. I There's bread left over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe we were being polite.
0: Yeah, I think we were. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have macked down on those breadsticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got there were... Uh, Two different alcoholic options. Alcoholic, alcohol options. There was a, a champagne or a sparkling, sparkling wine, and then oh, we're going to screw up this name. Wonderful cocktail or something like that. Um, and that was uh, was it some kind of juices with blue croc, blue. What is it, Nancy? Come on, help me with the words. That blue, that blue liqueur, and then oh, uh,
1: curacao. Yeah, yes. thank you.
0: And uh, Parrot Bay rum. So it was a lemonade. It was lemonade with blue curacao and and pear bay rum.
2: That sounds good. It was delicious. Yeah, it was very refreshing.
0: And then any coffees or teas or hot cocos or sodas or waters you wanted.
2: Yeah, I like that they gave us the little bottled water after you know Mm -hmm. afterwards too, which I thought was really nice.
0: Well, no, they gave us those during.
2: Oh, okay. You just because I asked. I
0: asked for water. Yeah. Um, the only thing is that because it was uh, there were lots of pe- extra people that were invited to come that night they filled up the place and i don't know that they were prepared for that many people uh staff wise i think i th- we we got our cocktails 5 minutes before the show started
2: yeah that was yeah i i we weren't given that much time to enjoy the treats and we were remember we were told at the beginning we were gonna be seated early early so that yeah. we could enjoy the treats and enjoy the drinks have time to drink before the show
0: yeah no, that and, didn't happen
2: that didn't happen
0: and and I'm gonna give them a break on it because it was a special there were a tons of different social media outlets there um hello to all them that are listening uh i just waved on an audio podcast uh but yeah uh, it it seemed like yeah because you know maybe we wanted our cocktail and then some coffee while we were watching world of color or you know some cocoa while we were watching world of color and that just wasn't there was no time to to ask for seconds of drinks or anything like that
2: right i agree and then um I remember when we first walked in, I told them I really want a high table because I wanted to be able to see over everybody. Right. But it, it didn't matter, I think, if you sat at the lower tables or at the high tables because both of them were elevated high enough to look over mm-hmm. the crowd that was below yeah. us.
0: Yeah. I think the high to- the high tops were probably better, but
2: – Yeah. Especially if, of... if you
0: had kids or something.
2: And there was so much room between the tables too. We weren't crowded up against each other. No. So we, we had this section and the low tables were up against the railing and the high tables were against the back railing yeah. with all the space between us. Yeah. And and I thought it was a pretty good good size space.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about value. We were kinda of comparing it to Carthay Circle, which is in the what, forty dollar range, Michael, for the for the
3: the, d- the oh I'm I'm not sure okay I don't yeah, recall
2: you, you, you kept saying that and we kept saying that we think it's more like the sixty dollar range okay okay so say it's Circle. sixty
3: dollars
0: okay
2: yeah because but, if it but
0: just, you, but just, you get a but you get a full dinner yet you have to stand yeah so I mean it's kind of I guess what you're willing to pay and what you want to get for what you pay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're okay. They're they're verifying you that it's around sixty. Yeah, but... it's
2: it's sixty seven dollars for the world okay. of color. Okay, because otherwise, if it was forty, then so many people yeah, would right. be doing right. it. So you just want it to be forty.
0: So it's about it's about the same. Um,
2: so it's it's okay. So sixty seven versus eighty dollars. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So you at the world of color, you do get a really nice if you're. In my opinion, if you're planning on going to world of color and having a nice dinner or lunch and get that atmosphere and you don't mind standing, but to tell you the truth, this was great We they took us right up, we sat down, and the desserts were were plentiful and with the cheese and the and the bread and crackers too, mm-hmm. I really like that
0: yeah I think it's a good option I mean I wouldn't do it every single time, but for somebody who is planning a trip and wants something special, doesn't want to have to wait.
2: Yeah. I would, I um, mean, I would only do it one time. Yeah. You know, being that we have gone there so many times, it's not something that I would have done. Right. However, if I have family coming in from out of town, I would sure as heck tell them, you know, we have this option and I recommend that we do this. Right. Because you want to spend your time turn the parks, not standing in line so that you get a decent standing space with, with the potential of, you know, the, the children or, or people like me and, uh, even Kathy not being able to look over the people in yeah. front of us. Yeah. So,
0: um, real quick, let's let wrap this up. Um, we noticed something, they have changed the show slightly, Um, the, the scrim that is usually over Mickey's face on the fun wheel was not there. And so all of the projections that would have been there. And a lot of that is like, especially during the Disneyland portion is all the ride that the, uh, Neil Patrick Harris on the rides were not there. So it was kind of, I don't know if, if there's a problem with the scrim and it's just a temporary thing or if they've changed the show.
2: Now for those who've never seen the show, they would they wouldn't even even notice that something no, exactly. was missing. I yeah. actually thought it was better. And I'm sorry, Michael, I cut you off.
3: No, I was just thinking though, there's a there's images of Walt Disney that's portrayed on that as well. I think some
0: of that has gone over to the the circle in the in the in California Screamin'.
3: Oh, okay. And then did what about the you know, if you stay long enough at the end, mm-hmm. there's a little Bonus, Walt? Is that That, son, still that was shown? on the circle. Okay. Yes, that
0: was on the circle. Yep. All right, let's because, move on. Because oh, we sorry, did stay.
2: Ahead. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we stayed till all the music was done, and they kicked us we were, out
0: because we were trying to record our our, our closing for <laughs> yeah. for, the, for our video that went up. Um Again, that there's I kind of glossed over that. There's a video up on um, the Dis Unplug YouTube channel. Uh, I think it's YouTube.com slash where we talk about the the show and the and the or talk about the the dessert. Um, another vi- uh, video is going to go up about Autopia. Uh, that I, and that'll go up later in the week. But Nancy experienced Autopia too, and your girls as well.
1: Actually, Lily drugged me on it while okay, Zoe cool. was waiting to have another incredible experience, which unfortunately didn't happen.
0: Nice but new, pa- nice new paint job.
1: It is. It's really nice. They went for um, royal blues. Yeah. Lots of royal blues, and where the old chevron um little you know cars were in the in the yeah. rotunda
0: Yeah this portion
1: just... of the queue they've actually made that a reasonable I thought that that was a great use they've taken that giant video screen uploaded yeah, wonderful the, archive
0: Yeah or at least appeared to be archived, cartoons
1: yeah. yeah of of cars But it, it's the it's the same dreams.
0: it's the same the same video you're seeing on the big screen they Inside just it on the those, rotunda. Yeah, in, in the, yeah. But it's Infantry really cute. It's, it's It's great. really cute animation. Uh, the, I love the music that goes along with it.
1: We were just marveling. One of the things we were both looking at, and she was getting, and she's nine and a half, and she was loving the different methods of transport. You know, it's all... Oh, on the video? 1940s yeah. and 50s yeah. futuristic visualized what transportation yeah. will be like.
0: I, I described it as... The um video that goes along with, with spaceship with spaceship Earth, except hand drawn anima- am- animation. Hand drawn animation. Is
4: it the same stuff from Old World of Motion? I don't know.
1: No, it's different. I mean i I honestly thought this has got to be archive footage. You know, archival. Yeah.
0: At least it appears that animation. Way it, yeah. it
1: appears to be archival animation. I, you know, they have so much of that in the vault. Yeah. That, But the reason I say that is because it involved, like, pre-Jetsonoid kind of things, like um, vehicles that people would sit and play games in. And, of course, there were no references to seatbelts anywhere in the vehicles. <laughs> and, like, like the front half that would pop off and Dad would go to work. But I'm, and I'm- Mom and the kids would go in the second portion of the vehicle. And there were lifts that went up hills.
0: But I'm hoping that's not the extent of Honda's cool. sponsorship. You know what I mean?
1: Well, they put, a, I that's... noticed they put little H's on every single yeah, car. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I'm
0: hoping that's not the extent of <laughs> Honda's sponsorship. Um, there were no changes to the, to the, to the attraction itself other than nope. the paint job, the paint to the cars and the new video, new sign. Um, yeah. now the, they put out a blog on t- Thursday, Disney Parks blog that changes were coming throughout the year. So hopefully we see those. I, not holding my breath.
1: The chat room says that's indeed an old Disney cartoon. Okay. So. It's
0: recycling. So there.
1: So thank uh, you, Danny, for justifying that for me.
0: All right. Um, one other thing we want to talk about. Um, Mary Jo and I experienced the nuts Chicken Dinner. Um, why, don't we, why don't we save that, Mary Jo? Well, let's talk about that next week. How about that? Okay.
2: That sounds all good. Right.
0: Um, and then we've, we've got a video that goes along with that and we'll, we'll put that up next
4: week and we'll talk about that next week. Um, any other housekeeping? Yes. Go ahead, Tony. I'm going to bring (laughs) up the elephant in the room that I know it's been all over social media. It's been all over the news with my candidacy and the fact Mm. that I cannot pronounce the word peanut correctly. (laughs) <laughs> um, I, I first want to say that I in a, in a time of crisis you usually go to those close with you and I spoke with my fiance Christina about what had happened and she said you know what you do have a problem with that word <laughs> when we were at the baseball game I wasn't sure what you were saying either and so I did some soul- and the vendor was really
0: looking at you funny I did
4: so, so to my horror I discovered that that was a tough word for me Nice. But as the moral compass of of the Dis Unplugged Disneyland edition and my constituency, I'm going to go to, to uh, voice coaching. I'm going to nice. make sure that I pronounce the hard T as often as I can and make sure that we never have such an issue again.
0: Nice.
4: And I want you to know that I'm going to be so good with the word peanut. <laughs> there's going to be a peanut here, a peanut there. You're going to get sick of peanuts. My hands. Children will, some children
1: will not be allowed to be in your presence. My large, enormous hands are going to make you sick of winning (laughs) all the time with peanuts.
4: I'm going to be holding the largest peanuts. I'm going to get more peanuts and more peanuts and more peanuts. And people are going to go, Hey, I'm sick of peanuts. But you know what? If I'm the leader, that's what will happen. And so forget the, forget the jelly beans and no, you're going to get sick of it. It's going to be so good. You're not going to know what to do. So,
1: okay. Uh, can I just point out that right now in Mixler, the chat was having a conversation about meals and dining at the resorts with allergies. And Tony has to now start talking peanuts. Mm.
4: Yes, peanuts. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs>
4: so, <Right>. yes. Uh, <laughs> that was, I, I now feel much better. I think that the the campaign can continue. And my large hands uh, and the large peanuts. Yes, yeah, And there you go. Tony, America first. Yes. Tony, while
2: you're at it, can you please work on your word for horror?
4: He did. He, he pronounced did it you, very carefully. Yes. Yes, I said horror. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I noticed that.
0: So anyway, um, <laughs> Mary Jo, Nancy, did you guys go to Dapper Day?
1: Yes. Okay. And how was that? Oh my God. Okay, we did. We did both days actually. Okay. And can I truly say for a free expo? Oh my god. The Has last it been bigger
0: since the last couple time th- the last time.
1: Oh my god, they're in the di- Okay, they're di- in the Disneyland Hotel ballroom now. So oh, wow. it's a bigger it's... venue.
0: Wow. Cuz the time I went, I think it was at the Grand, right? Yes. Yes. So was a and then there ago. was
1: a year in between that, and then now it's in the Disneyland Hotel ballroom and they have um how do I put this? Many more vendors. They have live music. They had at least two, I think actually, I couldn't figure out what was going in the other little Airstream. There were two, yes, there were actually two Airstream trailers there. Um, and. What's in the Airstream trailer? Well, one of them they had two full barber sta- barber stations with doing pomades, and I mean they were doing one of them was doing full haircuts for me- for gentlemen.
0: Airstreams of trailers like an old style, like old tra- style silver. airstream a silver trailers, curve, yes. Pop trailer.
1: Oh, okay. And one I couldn't figure out what the long line for the other trailer was today, but I mean they had live music, several bands. They had dance. Um, they had a dance floor.
2: And they had, um, dance lessons too.
1: Mm-hmm. For, and for swing dancing. It was really, really nice. There were at least two vendors, maybe three alone, that had men's hats. And then there was a f- men's full suits as well. You know, there's always women's dresses and this and that. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, they had one vendor selling complete vintage eyewear. Like, the old vintage frames that you could buy and take to your, and get prescription.
2: Yeah. My friend really liked that. In.
1: She was, she almost bought
2: some.
0: Very
1: cool. Um, let's see. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. I mean, vintage cosmetics. Okay, cool. Et cetera, et cetera. Sorry. It's, right. It was huge and it was free. Great bang for your buck. So and there were people there at the, at the expo
2: and then people at, um, dressed up Saturday and especially today, right,
1: Nancy? Mm. For yep. Day? Oh, definitely. And in fact, today was also Bat's Day in the park, mm-hmm. too. Did you see that? Did you see many people dress up for that? There were not near as many bats as there were dappers. Okay. And sometimes the bats and dappers crossed. One of the things mm-hmm. I saw today was some amazing, amazing, um, vintage Disney bounding. There was a trio of women who who were actually um disney bounding as the bimbets from from Beauty and the Beast. Nice. And they had a Gaston who was wearing a red shirt and <coughs> <coughs> well, Excuse me. Um and just looked good and they were posing with posing with folks and um in fact when we were at our tea that we went to that we've talked about on the show um, there was a wonderful young lady Disney bounding as Mary Poppins at the tea. And that was really, really cute. In fact, hi out to the listeners whose names that we did not get, um, <laughs> nice. who were there at the tea with, um, with their daughters and they were in the hat competition and everything. And that was very fun. I heartily recommend if you ever have a chance to go to some kind of a function. At the Disneyland Hotel, be it, you know, a special event or a convention or wedding or any of that, go. They really do it up beautifully. Yeah, it was so nice.
0: All right, very cool. Any other housekeeping?
1: Yeah, I got a bunch.
0: <laughs> uh, well, make, make them quick. I know. We're 30 um, minutes in.
1: Let's see. First <laughs> off... Um, Oh, crap. We have, Mary Jo and I sat down and made a whole list of these. Okay, good.
3: All right. Um, Michael, today. you have anything? I do. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Michael, have Michael, go first, and I'll get back.
3: All right. You might remember a few weeks ago, I know Mary Jo recalls, I spoke... <laughs> a, I spoke... <laughs> About a live Little Mermaid concert at the Hollywood Bowl, oh, you you remember this, Mary Jo, right? Of
2: course, yeah, it's very fresh in my mind.
3: <laughs> and 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 it was we talked about it was um, Friday, June third, and Saturday, June fourth, and it was going to have uh, you know folks like Sarah. How do you say her last name? Bareilles. Bur- I don't know. Rebel Wilson. Bareilles. Thank you. Uh, Titus Burgess, Darren, Chris from Glee, and and John Stamos. And, and all that, and Alan Menken and they would all be performing uh songs from The Little Mermaid, the film, as well as the Broadway performance. Well, if you were just kicking yourself because you were procrastinating and didn't get around to it, well, you know what? You've been rewarded because they have added a third show Monday, June 6th at 7 p.m. And Mary Jo, you are not going to believe who is going to be performing in this one. It is going to be the Little Mermaid herself, Jodi Benson. We'll, we'll be performing the songs of Ariel. And also, though, this is going to be a bunch. They're going to also have other Disney originals. Susan, um, Egan, who was Megan Hercules and Brad Kane, who was the singing voice of Aladdin. Aladdin. I saw him here in Sacramento not long ago. Um, when they were, you know, promoting, when they showed Aladdin on the screen. And so, uh, you know, tickets are on sale. We'll have a link in our show notes. But uh, this just sounds terrific, and I would think, hey, if you were late, you, I think you've been rewarded.
2: Yeah, I mean, and this sounds, f- show sounds some wonderful. of our friends are
0: going, aren't they, Mary Jo? Did you see that?
2: Um, in on on Mixer or is it Eric and Anna? Eric and Anna. Uh, yeah, I, I sent them that link as soon as I saw it <laughs> after after Michael told us about it. Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that she remembers. Okay. Oh. Okay. You have one, One, Nancy. You can, you can take one.
1: There's so many things that happen there. Well,
0: um, we only got an hour show.
1: I know, I know, I know. Okay. First off, I want to say to anybody who follow, if you have a favorite Disney artist or a favorite artist who does Disney, um, follow them on Instagram. You never know what's going to happen to you. This weekend, um, Brian Kessinger, he is a, an artist, a Disney storyboard artist and also a Marvel storyboard artist, um, that's worked on numerous films. He's more recently known for the little Kylo and little Wren drawings that done in the same style as Bill Watterson from Calvin and Hobbes. Are are you familiar with those? Where like little Kylo Ren looks up at Leia and says, "And says, but they had cookies." (laughs) Well, Brian was in the parks this weekend. My daughter's a huge, huge Brian Kessinger fan, and he basically geocached some a drawing in California Adventure on Saturday, and he did one in Tomorrowland on um, today. And popped it up on his Instagram and said, okay, go find it. <laughs> and so these people got some amazing pieces. He was also at on the page this afternoon, off the page this afternoon, one of our finalists in our mm-hmm. madness, as we all know. Um So... We were going to like just message him and see where he was in the park and, you know, just to see if Zoe could, you know, meet him and get an autograph or something. And he comes walking right around the corner, um, <laughs> right in front of us at the very moments. And he drew, um, Zoe, an absolutely adorable little Mickey Mouse personalized and gave it to her. And just, he, she, he said she made his day.
2: I thought what was really funny was when Zoe told us that he was in the park and you, told her well let's instagram him and then she said oh, mom he just passed us and there we went over there and he asked her for her favorite character and she was so starstruck she was just looking up at him with this huge smile on her face so he drew Mickey Mouse instead of Kylo Ren but that that was just it was a really nice experience
1: it, it was it was great but you know this isn't the first and only time this has ever happened. Apparently this is a thing with some of the Disney artists. So if you have a favorite, follow them on Instagram you, and, and follow them on their social media. You never know what's going to happen to you. Very cool. Um, that was the first. And when did they change and put vegetables on um actual real honest to God steamed vegetables on Flo's menu? Because yay, they were good. I think 19, Flo's...
2: 1992. I, I haven't been to Flo's in a while, and they they had a turkey au jus sandwich that was really good.
1: So, all right. Oh, and eat at the eat at the dark side for breakfast. We haven't oh, talked the Galactic about. Grill? Yeah, we haven't talked about breakfast at the Galactic Grill, have we?
0: Um, no, we did that. We talked about the the other stuff, but yeah.
1: Oh, oh my God. We had breakfast there this morning. The blue French toast is a little off-putting for some probably, but Lily thought it was good when she was the one who was actually off-put by it in the first place. And they have a blue corn tamale that has, um, stuffed with cheese and chilies and it sits on top of, um, scrambled eggs and a chorizo red sauce with big hunks of chorizo in it. it was delicious. So those were my other quick okay, cool. little new things that I found. All right.
0: Um, let's let's cut it there. Um okay, that's one fine. one it. last one last housekeeping need to mention that uh, signups have begun for the Disunplugged tenth anniversary event. That is happening July twenty second to the twenty sixth in Orlando. And they announced on last week's show that the live record live podcast recording on the twenty fifth July 25th, Monday, July 25th, will be held at the Cirque du Soleil Theater in downtown Disney. So, that is very, very cool. Uh, So, if you want, I will put links in the show notes page to that if you're going to be in the Orlando area in late July. Uh, Something you might want to think about. It's $25 for all the events, and all of the $25 goes to Give Kids the World. So... Yeah. Um, even if you're not going to go, maybe you could throw $25 to give the kids the world anywhere. Okay. That's enough housekeeping. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> time for
4: news, Tony. Okay. I will be as fast as I can. Mm-hmm, no worries. So we'll do the quick one that Tom's sad about, but I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, paradise garden like grill is closing at California adventure. And it's closed. Yeah, it's done. it was it's counter service, had skewers and euros, But what's the point of telling you what they had? Because it's gone. <laughs> yes. So there you go. There was, see, I can speed it up, Tom, because. Yeah,
0: forever. now the commentary. Yeah. Um, I understand why they did it. It was never busy. But I'm going to miss it.
3: Yeah, me too. And I, lots of people was, are going to miss it. I was surprised it lasted this long.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: But uh, I really liked it.
0: What well, could they have done differently to make it work? I mean,
1: not I, served healthy food that celebrated <laughs> a portion of the culture that nobody else understands. Yeah, yeah. yeah
3: and it did seem it, it it was a menu that was out of place for the theme. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if it could have done better elsewhere, but I'm not it sure might, where. It might do,
2: You know what? It, it would have might have done better in downtown Disney as a fast food option because there's so many, you know, sit-down restaurants, but there's not that many options to just grab a bite to eat.
0: Yeah. I just I just don't want it replaced with a burger place. I, I mean- was just
3: thinking that. Yeah.
4: Now, you know what would be nice, though, if they replace. how about the next time they go burger because everything is gourmet burger now? Make a gourmet like a – if you're going to do it, do it right. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. You could do something. Yeah, but something – you could put a mini... Se- oh, no, I guess it's got to be counter service. Yeah. Grab and go pizzas. Yeah.
2: Well, didn't aren't don't they still have the pizzas in there where the pasta is and they're right. not that they good do. anymore? They're not that
0: good. It's pizza port pizza, yeah.
2: Where they had the flatbread, a lot of people liked it.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. No, okay. Well, I, I, will, I will mourn later.
4: Next, a federal court dismissed the first lawsuit filed to challenge Disney's Disability Access System, or DAS, a system adopted in October 2013, to replace the Guest Assistance Card. The plaintiff, a minor, argued through one of his parents that the DAS violated the Americans with Disabilities Act because it did not provide the near-immediate access to attractions the minor plaintiff received with the previous system. The court, however, disagreed, ruling as a matter of law that a return to the guest assistance card was not necessary for the minor plaintiff to have equal access because the DAS, I know I'm putting the in front of it, but, because DAS provided him with an opportunity to experience, in this terms, Magic Kingdom, in a similar manner as guests that do not need accommodations. The court explained that non-disabled guests visit for rides and attractions that most of them have to wait more than an hour to experience. Comparing this to the plaintiff's experience... DAS and readmission passes allow him to access those same rides in a fraction of the time. While the plaintiff argued that he cannot wait or visit attractions outside of a specific order, the court held DAS-satisfied ADA requirements because non-disabled guests will inevitably have to wait to experience an attraction regardless of the order they choose to visit them. Thus, DAS and readmission passes afford the plaintiff a similar or better experience as those not needing them. The decision also held the plaintiff's family did not give DAS and their remaining readmission passes an opportunity to fail them, thus calling into question whether they had the right to assert in the first place that DAS failed to comply with the ADA. So So they didn't even try it. Yeah, that's basically their argument. Um, The court's decision in this lawsuit does not dispose of the other lawsuits, though it will be very difficult for any of the remaining lawsuits to move forward to trial without some specific showing by those minor plaintiffs that their disability prevents them from being able to use DAS. Hmm. I yeah. think you do have
1: comments. I'd like to hear Michael's comments.
3: Um, oh, I don't know. I I I I would have to think about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you since you guys live with a need to utilize DAS services <laughs> a little more.
3: Yeah, you know, Carol is since she uses a scooter and all of that, we, we we don't need to get the DAS card, although she does get it. But the scooter just—I don't know—it—it's it, sort of a different process.
4: Okay. All right. Oh, I was expecting a lot of commentary. Anyway. <laughs> no. Sorry. No.
1: Well,
4: that doesn't mean we have to fill it with commentary, though. I know. Nancy. Just, I know. I mean, what is there more going. to say?
1: What is there more to say?
4: What's more to say is that NBC <laughs> Universal acquired DreamWorks Animation. Hoo hoo! We saw that coming. So after days of rumors from Nancy Johnson that Comcast was looking <laughs> to buy out Dream, DreamWorks Animation, NBC Universal will be acquiring DreamWorks Animation, which currently has—we don't care about how much it's worth. It's worth billions of dollars. Um, DreamWorks Animation will be joining Universal Film Entertainment Group, which is already home to Universal Pictures, Fandango. I didn't know that, and NBC Universal Brand Development. The deal helps bolster Universal's animated lineup by bringing it hit franchises such as Shrek. Madagascar and How to Train Your Dragon. Those are the ones they print. Okay, anyways. <laughs> into the family alongside yeah. the animated films like Despicable Me, The Secret Life, of... and The Secret Life of Pets. Also under DreamWorks Animation umbrella is DreamWorks Classics, which includes Where's Waldo, Frosty the Snowman, and Rudolph the Red Nail's Reindeer. Did not know that. Ooh. Oh, that'd be interesting, interesting. when interesting. Christmas comes around so in the, the parks. The, the, the so. Uh, what it was called? Okay, so Shrek 4D will most likely be safe for the next couple of years. Universal will have the ability to make their parks even more kid-friendly with the new franchises. We can expect even more sequels based on how sequel-happy DreamWorks was before and Universal's Now. Uh, buying out major properties like Star Wars and Marvel has paid off for Disney, so it makes sense for Universal to jump on the bandwagon. Plus, Universal has the ability to expand its reach to younger audiences with DreamWorks Animation, Nintendo, and Illumination Entertainment like never before. So the question is, what does this mean at Universal. Studios. Uh,
0: the, the problem is Universal Studios Hollywood is full, landlocked, no room to go. Um, and they already have Shrek, right? So, I mean, where else could they? What else could they take Shrek out? Shrek needs to-, to
1: be cleaned up a little more, though. I yeah. mean, he is an ogre. I mean, what do you expect? Not true. No, but I mean, it's it's getting chill. old. Yes, There's a little, no a little long in new... the
0: tooth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They could use, I mean, let's face it, Universal can use a lot of improvement in targeting younger markets. Despicable Me has really done that for them. But it doesn't provide enough for me to want to be able to buy, to buy a pass to take my family there with my two young kids. I mean, we never went to Univer, we, we still haven't taken them to Universal. Except for our our last visit to Florida, and we're gonna go this month to go see Harry Potter. Because maybe that's...
0: Oh, oh oh I just had an idea. What if we did we as in you know me and the Universal people did a show in the that in the Waterworld theater themed to How to Train Your Dragon?
1: Now that would be that would be really stinking fun.
0: Okay. I get credit for that when it comes out.
1: Okay. uh, Or even a Kung Fu Panda show. No. Kung Fu Panda is
0: awesome. No, 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 no. Kung Fu Panda... How to Train
1: Your Dragon would be amazing special effects. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's going to be plowed over... That's being plowed over anyway for... Is it really? Diagon Alley, yeah.
0: Oh, man.
1: That's being plowed over anyway for Diagon Alley.
0: You heard it here first, folks.
1: Anyway... No, and, and I apologize for saying we called it, but, you know, living here in Burbank with so many of the parents that my kids go to school worth working for the different networks and stuff. You hear that, rumors. That was kind of a, yeah, you hear crap. And, you know, it only makes sense. I mean, DreamWorks is in a great location too. It's just down the street from, literally just down Flower Street, two blocks from, from Imagineering and the uh-huh. Creative Campus.
0: You can see it, almost see it from the freeway.
1: Yes, you yeah. can see the backs of its buildings yeah. from the freeway. When, as
0: you, when you look for the the ABC Seven sign, right?
1: Yeah, and then it's think. it's those terracotta, um, uh, stuccoed, you know, stuccoed uh, kind of orangey brown, terracotta colored buildings. It's a beautiful campus. We were right. there for a neighborhood party once <laughs> um, to promote Kung, one of the Kung Fu Dragon movies and. Yeah. Just awesome.
0: Alright, time for sports. We have a winner. Finally. Yes, we do. It's May 1st.
2: Baited
4: breath. Okay. Winning So who who's playing again? It was Off the Page versus World versus. of Disney. We'd have a Sudden Death Num- Number 5 versus number one. Yeah. 1. And with 53% of the votes. The winner of the Fantasmic trophy for what was this one? It's been so long. 20,
0: 2016, I think it's 2016. Still 2016.
4: March Madness shops is off the page. Yeah, forty-seven percent.
2: And good taste wins.
0: <laughs> Once in a <laughs> while, <laughs> tell tell that to Paradise Garden Grill. Yeah.
4: It's kind of not as exciting since we started it five months ago, but it right. is over. It's over. So
0: <laughs> maybe we'll have to like do couple.
4: We'll have to do half half weeks or something next or time. Or we right? could change it to it starts as March Madness, it ends as, a, as like the Diz Cup, yeah. and then it's like a hockey. Go. And then we can change. Yeah, it there up.
0: you go. So. Or we started a couple weeks earlier yeah. before. Actually, yeah. Mark Mandis.
1: So does anybody know if the folks from off the page have actually been following our little <laughs>
0: Oh, right.
1: <laughs> victory. <laughs> we will, I'll, victory ta- I'll take the tro-
0: tro- trophy over tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. All right, time for rapid fire. I will go first because I can. Um, if you ask horror fans what the scariest movie of all time is, you'll receive a variety of different answers. But one movie usually t- is at the top of the list, The Exorcist. <sighs> And soon guests will be able to experience some of the best moments from The Exorcist at Halloween Horror Nights 2016.
2: Why? The
0: <laughs> <laughs> *The Exorcist will be featured at the event on both coasts with two very different experiences. Um, the maze here in Hollywood will resonate as a real-life interpretation of the demonic film daring Hol- Halloween Horror Nights guests... To live the nightmare experienced by tortured Regan and her determined mother, the maze will recreate some of the film's most haunting scenes, ushering guests into an unparalleled terror, as their very souls were, as if their very souls were p- possessed by the devil.
3: Lots of split pea soup uh, yes, going to exactly. be. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. Um I think they've been trying to get ex- the permission to use Exorcist for quite a while, so.
3: Oh, I thought that's why they had DreamWorks. You know, the yeah, movies that fold yeah. that in, the
0: uh, Halloween yeah, Horror yeah. Nights. Yes, the Shrek maze. All right, Mary Jo.
2: Going along with some of the merchandise at the Disneyland, um, resort, we have new Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, Alex and Annie Bangles, um, debuting this May in the parks. And in order to make room for them, well, the, one of the cool things is that there are 3D and they come in gold and they come in silver they're available for $40 but in order to make room for them they have retired the following bangles Ariel, Aurora, Belle, Cinderella, Anna, Elsa, Rapunzel, Snow White and Tinkerbell
3: Wow awesome.
2: So they so they're they're not going to sell those to make room for the new Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse bangles but in the summer they're going to be bringing back these princesses in a different style. So you can get them now. Um, and they retired the princess starting May 2nd, so it's now. Can't get them anymore. Uh, so the Disneyland Resort, you can purchase these at the Disneyland Park and the Fortuosity Shop. That's what some people call the watch shops. Shop over there on Main Street. In downtown Disney, you could get it at Disney Vault 28 in the World of Disney Store the loser and you can also <laughs> get them at california adventure at elias and company so they look really cute and they're you know before we used to always hear about the pandora bracelets and the charms etc but the alex and annie i think are a little bit more affordable you like the et cetera ones mm-hmm. do i say that a lot uh-huh. <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> but um that's it then
0: very cool thank you mary joe uh michael
3: well, the uh, Academy Awards, the Oscars are having another special um, screening. This one is for the 25th anniversary of Beauty and the Beast. And what's neat is they're going to be showing it in the original 70 millimeter as it was presented 25 years ago. This is going to be May 9th at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. And what is going to be cool is is that not only do they show the film, but as with all of their events, they have the cast and crew there for a pre-screening discussion. And so what they're, the folks are going to have there I will include Angela Lansbury, uh, Richard White, Paige O'Hara... Uh, Robbie Benson, producer Don Hahn, and director um, Gary Truesdale, and then supervising animators Andreas Deja, Mark Henn, and Glenn Keen, and also the key story artist Brenda Chapman. And so, I mean, this sounds just fantastic. It's at the Samuel Goldwyn Theater, 8949 Wilshire Boulevard in Beverly Hills. And again, this is May 9th at 7.30 p.m., Uh, I think tickets are like $5. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, if I remember correctly, it was like almost free, right?
3: Yeah, just about. So we will have a link um, to this in our show notes. This is also part of the Mark Davis celebration of animation. And if you're wondering what did Mark Davis ever have to do with Beauty and the Beast since it came out well after his passing, just listen to the April 1st uh, Mm. episode of Connecting with Walt, and you will find out. And anyway, we will have a link to this in our show notes. Also, there will be information about the standby line that will be there for um because they do they will release um some standby tickets on the day of event if there are any there available.
0: Very cool. I wish I could go. Uh
3: Nancy.
1: OK, well, remember, we reported to you that Little Mismatched was out, out, out the door. Well, guess what? A new, new company has, or at least a new to us company, has uh, moved in to the little mismatched space right next door to Build a Bear, and that is called Chapel Hats, or Chappelle Hats, or however you want to pronounce it, depending on where you live. So they not
3: chapeau hats. That would have been clever.
2: I know, right? That would have made it, but it's not chapeau. It's Chappelle. Well, this
1: isn't just a um this just isn't a small company. They're actually a fairly large business. And they were created um, to provide affordable high fashion hats. And it's not just an entry to the store and a walk around and, oh, look, it's a hat. Their goal is to, um, to have a experience in each shopping um, not only do they help you try on hats and find one that looks best on you they will actually talk to you about um, fitting your hat properly they will actually fix your hat so if it's too big or too small they will um, they are able to um, to form it work with forming it or in um, if it's too big they will work it on a form to shrink it down, or if it's, um, they will actually, I should say, they'll put an insert into the band to help it shrink down. If it's too small, they will stretch it for you. So they have hat forms and, and they'll take care of you, um, as far as all that. They specialize in just about every kind of hat imaginable.
0: Then they it's not a well, special.
1: Well, it looks like they do primarily, um, men's hats from the way the store looks from the outside they mm-hmm. actually do not they actually they have children's hats they have women's hats they have um they opened to a huge success with dapper day
0: well i'm sure um, They, they, timed they oh, that, right.
1: that 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 store was so crowded this weekend saturday it was packed yeah. they they had A small quantity, uh, well, they had fascinators. They had full hats. If you didn't like hats that were solid, they had, um, the, formed the same styles only in a a mesh version, kind of an airy version. They had, they even have leather steampunk hats. Like, extremely creative hats. They have kids' hats of all different types. They also do seasonal hats. So in the winter, they'll get more winter hat styles in, things like that, a wool, more wools and, and just such a wide variety. And one of the other cool things is that each, each storefront and location is built based on architectural finds in the area. So each store has a different story. I didn't know that until I got home and researched them a little more, but I have to go back now and ask what the story of their store is. Socks. Well, no, they have some really cool things. Like there's, um, I, well, I sent you some pictures, Tom. They have, um, different items up top. I believe one is like a hobby horse. A really cool antique hobby horse, and there's just little neat antiques all around the, the inside of the store. It looks very different from some of their other locations. Um, some of you may be familiar with them from a couple of the hotels in Las Vegas, or you may have found them um, in Hawaii at several locations in Honolulu and Waikiki, as well as in Lahaina. There's also one at um, Disney
0: Springs now. Yeah.
1: Yes. So I was just about to say, this is probably part of the contract that brought them into Disney Springs was that they got a location out here. There's one so not maybe far from mismatch. us
3: here, up in Northern California.
1: Yep, in uh, Santa Clara, I believe is what I saw on uh, the site. Roseville also. Oh, yeah. Ro- oh, Roseville also. Yes. So, so yes, they're all over the place, um, and they have amazingly beautiful hats.
0: Hats are popular. I mean they're they're getting more and more popular, so
1: Well It should do well. And oh my gosh, how many people wear really fun hats mm-hmm. to dapper up at Disneyland. Yep. Yep. And so yes, there's there's literally something for everyone in that store. And I encourage people they, to go do, in and look at Do they have them. cowboy hats?
0: They, they do. do. Do they really?
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> they have literally all kinds. They have adventure hats, they have Just you name it. They've got it. Um, their website is www.chapelhats.com. C-H-A-P-E-L-H-A-T-S. Did I enunciate that correctly, Mixerati? Yeah. Um.
0: Pronounce the T. Okay.
1: And, you know, I would encourage everybody to go on and look at them. And they, they said they work with their website. They will order in things from their website that you could pick up there at the store. So, lots and lots of fun and unique kinds of stuff.
0: Very cool. All right. Tony. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Really? Go ahead. Can I
1: add one thing real quick? Um, And this is something I forgot for my housekeeping, but I really want to throw it in there. So, you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel. It's after 10 p.m., and you get a Mickey bar craving, and you don't want to buy it from room service. Go down to Trader Sam's.
0: They have Mickey bars?
1: You yeah. can go in and ask for Mickey bars at Trader Sam's. They have them in um, Tarangoa Terrace.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they close at 10. Yeah. So they can walk over to the Tarangoa Terrace freezer, get yeah. the Mickey Bar, and sell it to you. Cool. So I'm just saying you don't have to pay that 18% plus extra whatever gratuity yeah. stuck on room service till whenever Trader Sam's closed.
4: Yep. All right, Tony. If you're listening to this after May the fourth, then May the Fourth not be with you. But if you're listening to it like you should, which is like immediately. Right, yeah, immediately. Yeah. Uh Star Wars at Disneyland and May the Fourth. Here's what we're got what we got. Disneyland Park's place to be on the special days. We celebrate Star Wars. And so here's what you can do other than the obvious like Hyperspace Mountain and Star Wars, all that other stuff. You can head over to Marland Theater for a special screening of an episode from the hit Disney XD animated series, Star Wars Rebels. In the fan-favorite episode, Shroud of Darkness, Canon Ezra, and ah- Ahsoka return to the Jedi Temple on Lothal to find out how the Inquisitors have continually been able to track the Rebels. Seeking the advice of Yoda, voiced by Frank Oz, the three will experience powerful visions that reveal the future, the past, and old friends long gone. Now that I've told you exactly what happens, I guess you don't need to go see it, but... um. Jedi and Sith alike can find special commemorative merchandise and all new Star Wars collector glasses. And they're going to have a (laughs) themed photo location for the day. And then the party jumps into Lightspeed at 6pm at the Galactic Grill stage with a fan celebration where Star Wars trivia... I can't imagine the people with Star Wars trivia... Um, and other special surprises will take place throughout the evening. I just love Star Wars. I just can't imagine the people that know the trivia. It's going to be pretty hardcore. Uh, so, anyways, May 4th at Disneyland, that's what you can do. What we heard
0: about the collector glasses. Remember back in the day where you could go to McDonald's or Burger King and get the. Yes, I love those. The, those kind of things? Mm-hmm. So, that's what it's going to be like. Um, my, our understanding is there will be two at Pizza Port and two at Galactic Grill. So you have to go to go both places to be able to collect them all.
3: I but wanted. none at Paradise Grill. But none at oh.
0: Paradise Garden Grill. No. that's. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, there we we caught up. Good. Okay. Cool. All right. Anything else before we go?
3: I saw the Jungle Book. Did you? Really, really good. Very cool. Yeah. I. Wasn't I mean. It, I was, you know, I was skeptical. They did a good job. My only issue, besides that they keep remaking these films, is that, you know, Walt Disney, you know, said that they would animate things that they couldn't film. When you realize that this was basically almost pretty much all animated, you know, via computer, I don't know what they can't make now. You know, live action. I mean, but yeah, and that's the only thing. They all just are in front of green screens and then everything around them is computer generated people it's,
0: are creepy it's it's, we it's all know
3: remarkable. They're from remarkable yeah exactly it's um it's just remarkable you is know what hell? they did and those animals and the lushness of the forest and and it's a good story it it d- does not end as the animated film does hence the announcement there will be jungle book 2 <laughs> electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But um
2: <laughs> I think when Mowgli didn't end up <laughs> la, la 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 the same way that hey! they do the animated feature. Whoa whoa whoa.
3: You, when he dies at the end, you mean <laughs> yes. in this one? Uh-huh. I think
2: that set it up for the sequel.
3: Yeah. Oh, I wasn't gonna oh,
2: give man. the details.
4: Well, I thought he was gonna win the Hunger Games and then
2: <laughs> <and laughs>
0: Bl- Blu first.
3: Yeah. Okay, my, uh, he my ended theory. ended up
2: on the island of Doctor Moreau and that gets kind of scary. No,
3: my theory is he grows up to be Tarzan.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> um one one quick thing since we have a, a, a couple minutes um the, is
1: rolling over in his grave right now <laughs> the,
0: the the whole the the hotel that i stayed at this weekend that i will review in a few weeks um had a art stop right outside of it with a nice bench and covered and everything but what i wanted to talk about is that they have a speaker there as in a audio speaker that Tells you when the bus is coming. It'll say the next art bus will be here in seven minutes. So if you are one of those people cool. that rides the art, this particular hotel has that. I'm not sure if they're retrofitting all the hotels to have that, but it's kind of cool that they will, that, you know, it's, it lets you know when the bus is, when the bus is coming or if the bus is way too far away and that you want to choose another Method of transportation, so kind of cool.
1: Decent use of tax dollars.
0: That's tax dollars. Yeah, it probably the is. art is yeah. that
1: Anaheim Rapid Transit public transportation.
0: Uh, you have to pay for it, but yeah, it may, well, may, but it's might still be.
1: public transportation.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was probably your your bed tax.
1: Yeah, well, you know, we do pay an awful lot of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I do. Yep. Yeah. All right, uh, for those of you listening live. Karin will be in to tell us all about her vacation. Uh, otherwise, that is going to do it for this segment of The Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Dis Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.